Welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Strong podcast. Our goal is to equip you with the knowledge and tools you need to make lasting changes in your health. Society has trained us to think that Western medicine is the answer to long-term health, but this approach only treats symptoms and never addresses the root cause. Without a new approach, our community will experience unnecessary sickness and suffering. We teach the functional health model to educate and empower listeners on their journey to a happier, healthier, and stronger life. My name is Paige, and I'm a certified holistic health coach. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Alex Arguello, doctor of chiropractic and functional health practitioner. Join us as we unpack some of the most pressing health challenges facing our community today. Welcome back to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. We are continuing to go through the foods in the Restoring Human Diet. So today we're going to be talking about fish. Um, So that'll be interesting because that is not one of my favorites as a living in the middle of the country kind of, you know, my whole life. You don't like Mississippi River fish? (laughs) No. I was actually (laughs) curious what your thoughts on were were on that because of just like the pollution yeah but um before we do that we well we normally have been doing the saturday morning workout recap but we are not here on saturday morning because now my husband has started refing yeah middle school basketball games on saturday morning so it threw a wrench in our right in our rhythms right yeah and it's just kind of tough to get find a time to do it with me being at at the school and babysitting Right, exactly. I have kids all, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I can talk about what I did this morning, which is 6 a.m., so we're a little bit um, away from it. And I um, was there at 5. Oh, well, shoot. Yeah. We can talk about what mm-hmm. you did as well. Uh, it was running and rope climbs today. Well, I don't know what the other stuff was. That was painful. The wrist thing? Yeah. And the, yeah, I didn't. Just wasn't a fan of that. Yeah, lifting, you know, basically wrist mobility, shoulder mobility type stuff. Um, basic strengthening of kind of smaller musculature around that. But I think most of it for me was just like tendons and ligaments and stuff was, yeah, putting some strain on those. So I didn't, I didn't enjoy it very much. See, I actually get complimented on my wrist mobility in the CrossFit world. There you go. (laughs) Not many people, I guess, can do all the things. And I'm like, ha, this is one thing I'm better at everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So you like those days. Yep. You like those. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the well, the workout was 10 rounds of shuttle runs. Oh if you guys gosh. remember shuttle runs from, you know, being in grade school. Yes. I mean, it wasn't exactly like the shuttle run test that you did in grade school, but it's yeah, just down and back um, on the floor at the gym 10 times, um, which is, I think, about... 25 feet each way, so yeah. that'd be 50, or me- feet? Yeah, Meters? so 50 feet down okay. and back. Yep. Yep, 10 times. Um, so that it's a decent amount of running. And then after... Every round, so 10 d- shuttle runs down and back, and then you would do a rope, a rope climb, which is our ropes are about 12 feet to the top. Um, you were supposed to do it legless, so not use your legs, um, but there's definitely some scaled versions of that, of using your legs or laying on the ground and just kind of pulling yourself up to standing. That was my version was basically going, <coughs> starting standing, and then move your hands down, lower yourself down so that your shoulder blades touch the ground, mm-hmm. and then back up. It's all great. So the, yes. the main point of that was upper body pulling. So you want to be pulling something, make it difficult to pull something with your upper body. Mm-hmm. So all of the versions are, are good to do. Yeah. 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 It was a lot of counting. That was 
My yeah, that was the most difficult. So mm-hmm. Just mental keeping track fitness of too. all the rounds. Ten rounds with ten down and backs each. Right, so right. Yes. All right, fish. So as you said, uh, I think you just said fish wasn't necessarily your favorite thing. Yes, um, I did. Also not mine. Uh, just total honesty, I don't eat a ton of fish. I mean, I think I eat enough fish, but not a ton. It's not one of my favorite things either. Um, and really, it's been, man maybe the last 10 years where I even started eating fish at all outside of like, I grew up Catholic. So we would oh. have fish. We would eat fish fillets at McDonald's growing <laughs> up, you know, on, on Fridays. <laughs> um, is so that yeah. only during Lent or is that, that was like d- during Lent? Okay, yep, yeah. During Lent. Um, so that was about the, or fish sticks, mm-hmm. right? That was what, that was kind of my, like the chicken nuggets, fish diet. Right. So yeah, but as I, you know, started to learn more about um, eating for nourishing your body and not just eating for enjoyment. Um, looked into fish, and fit fish is, is one of the healthier foods that we can we can take in, especially animal product foods. Um, very high in protein, so anybody who is struggling to get protein in their diet because they don't necessarily like to eat a lot of a red meat, um, first thing I would say is if that's just a mental thing or if you think that's because of health benefits that you're not eating red meat, then I would listen to other stuff that we've done and eat the red meat. Um, but if it's just kind of difficult for you to eat a, a lot of beef or, or, or things like that, then getting fish in your diet, you're going to also be able to get that same amount of protein. So think like if we just take salmon, about three ounces of salmon has about 25 grams of protein, which is wow. a great, it's a great source of protein. Hmm. Um, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So uh, just the basics, I would say if you can get fish a couple times a week in your diet, you're doing phenomenal, right? Okay. I would probably say once a week is if you don't eat fish at all. Mm-hmm. And when I say fish, we're going to talk about what you should be eating, shouldn't be eating. I'm not saying, you know, go go get fish and chips at a, at a restaurant. Right. Right? I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying go to McDonald's and, you know, get the fish, get the fish filet and just not eat the bun type stuff. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, good sources of fish um, are a great thing to have um, as staples in your diet. And you can, again, if you don't like it, um, it's similar to liver where you, maybe you will never like it. Like most people never like liver, but you find a way to get it in your diet, you know, once a week, you know, occasionally, or the more you eat it, the more you're going to like it, which is what's happened with me. Um, salmon is the main fish that, that we eat. So I used to absolutely hate it. Um, but now I enjoy it. Now I would actually have it. Um, I wouldn't mind if that's what my wife cooked, mm-hmm. um, where before I'd be like fish day, yeah, you know, boring and not, not basically just. only eating for nourishment, not eating. That's <laughs> how I feel about <laughs> salmon. Not eating for enjoyment, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think I, I enjoy it now. So let's just get into maybe some benefits first and then we'll, we'll talk about the stuff that you shouldn't really be doing. Um, the problems with fish, so, um, are there's some big ones. So if we're, if we're going to eat something that has all that many problems, then you want to make sure that it is something that's nourishing for your body. And with fish, the answer to that is yes. Yeah. So I already mentioned the protein, right? Especially with salmon, you're going to get about 25 grams of protein with three ounces. Um, and that's actually a pretty small piece of salmon. So you could definitely take in more than that. Um, would it be necessary? No, but you could if it's um, again, something that you enjoy, but along the, probably the second biggest benefit with the protein is the omega-3 fatty acids. So we've talked about omega-3 fatty acids a, a lot on the show. Um, but it's, 
one of the primary fats that is necessary for good health. And it's also one of the fats that we get the least amount of in our diet, in, especially in the United States or the West. Um, our diets are packed full of what are called omega-6 fatty acids and then not omega-3s. And we've talked a bunch about the ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 to omega-3 um, fatty acid ratio, wanting it to be 1 to 1 to 4 to 1 at the most. Most people are about 25 to 1 with their diets. Problematic. Yeah. Um, just to keep it simple, it causes a bunch of inflammation in your body, and inflammation leads to every degenerative disease that's that's out there. Right. So if you want your best chance of avoiding a degenerative disease, the biggest thing you can do is, is stop um, eating inflammatory diets. And one of the biggest things to do that is lower your omega-6 intake and increase your omega-3 intake in something like salmon or other fish. Healthy fish is a, is a good way to, to do that. Mm -hmm. So think um, cod is the main fish if you were to go to like a fast food restaurant and eat. Right. You're more than likely, <coughs> excuse me, going to be eating cod. Wow. <coughs> excuse me. You're going to be eating cod. So yep. if we just kind of compare that to salmon, uh, omega-3 fatty acids, you're going to get about 150 milligrams of omega-3 fatty acids with the cod. Okay. Same amount of salmon, you would get 2,200 milligrams oh, of wow. omega-3 fatty acids. Okay. Yeah. So... That's a ton yeah. more omega-3 fatty acids. Mm -hmm. So while you might <laughs> enjoy the cod because you're deep frying it, and again, it's between bun and all that type of stuff, but you're going to get a lot more nourishment from eating something like a salmon, um, specifically with the protein. And with they have about the same amount of protein, but the, the omega-3 fatty acids. Mm -hmm. So a yeah. great way of getting omega-3 fatty acids in your diet. The other thing, because... Um, most of the fish that you should be eating is coming from the ocean. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of trace minerals in the ocean. Um, so you think of uh, sea salt, right? We get What do we get in sea salt? Well, we don't just get table salt, right? Um, sodium and chloride, we get all of these different trace minerals mm -hmm. in the sea salt. Well, you're going to get that same thing when you're eating you know, fish that are swimming around in, in the ocean. One of the biggest ones is something called selenium, and I think we've done a little bit about selenium, but super good for your thyroid, right? Super good for your immune system. It's just a necessary, um, what's called a micronutrient, similar to like all the vitamins that you know, A, D, E, and K, and B mm -hmm. vitamins. Um, selenium is a, is a necessary mineral that we need in our diet. But one of the specific things that um, selenium does is it helps the body um, kind of fight off heavy metal poisoning. And heavy metal poisoning is one of the things we'll get to when we talk about kind of the bad things that come with, with fish. So just to talk a little bit about right now, it's recommended for pregnant women typically to not eat tuna. Mm -hmm. Why? Because there's mercury and other heavy metals found in tuna because the tuna are in the sea. Mm -hmm. Well, if there's a higher selenium content in the fish, then it's going to kind of negate some of that mercury mm -hmm. issue. So that's one of the importance of having selenium. Something like a salmon is going to have high levels of, of the selenium. Another thing specifically to salmon, um, and the reason I'm talking about salmon is because that's pretty much the only fish that I eat. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's the only fish really when living in the Midwest that's necessary to eat because you can okay. get it in good form, which we'll talk about, and it can be frozen and it's going to keep a lot of its nutrients even though it's coming to you, coming to you frozen. Mm -hmm. But if you have eaten salmon before, it's got this pinkish or orangish color, yep. right? Um, so that's the reason it has that is something called um, astaxanthin. So mm -hmm. astaxanthin is an antioxidant, and these antioxidants is really what allows the salmon to be so strong. So if you know anything about salmon, they're swimming upstream, oh, right? Yeah. So uh -huh. why, again, they're so n 
nutrient dense for us is because of how hard they work to survive and to then reproduce and all of that type of stuff. Well, the reason they can do that is because they have so much antioxidants in their body that they're kind of tearing down tissue when they're working that hard, but the antioxidants are helping to rebuild and repair all that stuff. So you're getting a lot of these antioxidants. And one of the issues that we just have in life because we're around so much toxicity is we have a lot of what's called free radical damage happening to our, our cells and tissues. Mm-hmm. Well, antioxidants um, help with that. So they're going to help with healing. They're going to help with your immune system, just, you know, help overall have healthy skin, healthy gut, all that, all that stuff that we talk about. Health, um, um, vision, you know, eyes are a big thing. That's why they would always tell you if you want good eyesight, you eat um, carrots mm-hmm. because there's antioxidants. There's beta carotene in the carrots astaxanthin is even more powerful than, than something like that for those okay. type of things. So yeah, protein, omega-3s, the trace minerals, um, the antioxidants, those are the big things about fish. Now there's whiter fishes, you know, that doesn't have the astaxanthin in them that you're going to get those other benefits, right? There's going to be still omega-3s. There's going to be protein primarily and that. That would be the main benefit. Um, but when you're eating things like, like salmon, that you're going to get all of those benefits. So that's the, the main one that I would what about like wild caught tuna because that's the actually the one fish that i like we grew up eating just cans yeah. of tuna yep. and so that's the one i'm like okay i can do this mm-hmm. but i always like know to get the quality ones yeah is that yeah so tuna can be fine um again there's a whole list i have it in front of me um that are fine uh, again i've never even heard of some of this some of this stuff um but you can eat a, a, a number of different fish and get a lot of these benefits. But the, th- the thing you want to remember about any fish that, um, well, just in any fish that's coming from anywhere, is how toxic is the water that it's, that it's swimming in? And then how large is the fish? Or where are they at primarily? So th- kind of those three things. What I mean by that is <coughs> if they're swimming in an ocean that is um, significantly toxic with lots of heavy metals, specifically mercury, and has had like pesticides and a bunch of other um, environmental toxins dumped into it. Um, and if the fish is larger, like a tuna is a large fish, it's just going to have more toxicity than, than smaller fish. So another beneficial fish to eat is, and this is similar to liver, probably nobody eats it, is sardines, right? You open up this, <laughs> you open up this can and there's a bunch of dead fish in it, right? Nobody wants to eat it. Mm-hmm. But extremely healthy, right? Extremely healthy because you're getting all of those omega-3 fatty acids. You're getting a lot of other good fats. You're getting the protein. And because it's so small, it's going to have a very low toxicity content because Mm. the smaller the fish is, think about it. If this small fish gets eaten by a bigger fish and then that fish gets eaten by a bigger fish all the way up the food chain to something like a shark has not only its own toxicity from just swimming in the waters, it's also eating all of these other fish that have toxicity in their tissues. I see. So tuna is a bigger fish and it's eating a lot of these smaller fish, but um, it's not the top of the food chain. Of course, sharks are going to eat something like a tuna. So it's not as toxic as something like a shark. Um, Shark is something I would probably never recommend people Hmm. see people eating. Um, But tuna is still going to be pretty, pretty toxic, primarily with the the mercury content. Mm -hmm. But there are ocean waters that are less toxic than others. Um, and then there's some fish that some specific types of tuna that are less toxic than others. So Hmm. the, the albacore is, I believe that's what it's, what it's called. Um, that's some of the most toxic. Um, so those are the ones that you probably want to stay away from or minimize. 
and then yellowfin tuna. Those are the ones that are typically used in like sushi, sushi restaurants and stuff. Those are going to be some of the least toxic okay. of, the, of the tuna fish. So if you like tuna, not saying you can't ever eat it, but like the, the typical canned tuna is, is albacore tuna. Gonna mm-hmm. have a, it's going to have the benefits, right? It's going to have high protein content, omega-3 fatty acids, but it's still just one of the higher on the toxicity level. Got it. But there you can get those same benefits from other types of other types of tuna. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, like I mentioned, those kind of three things, I, I hit on the size of the fish being toxic, just the oceans and other I mean, rivers and stuff, all the stuff that goes into the ocean is going to have high levels of toxicity. But then the other thing is... Um, because of things like pollution, think like DDT, other chemicals that are used sprayed on, on, um, plants, stuff like that, that stuff is dense. So when it gets into the water, it typically goes to the bottom. So bottom feeders are also very toxic. So now I'm not an expert in what everything is a bottom feeder, Sure. but this is where things like crayfish and, and shrimp and those type of things that are on the bottom feeding on stuff, how, why they can be potentially problematic. Yeah. So it's not just the size. The size is a big deal when it comes to toxicity, but whatever's feeding on the, on the bottom. Um, <laughs> I do eat shrimp occasionally. Um, this is kind of an aside, but I've, with my ulcerative colitis diagnosis, there is some research that shows that most people with ulcerative colitis have a to- have a uh, allergy to shrimp. Hmm. And I've never really, like I don't have any type of reaction to it. So I've always kind of questioned whether or not I should be eating it. Um, so that's one of the reasons not to eat it. But I used to teach people to never eat shrimp because of the bottom feeder thing. Yeah. Um, and shrimp basically eat up whatever other fish get rid of right so Ooh. fish are pooping and shrimp are eating it so <laughs> why would you <laughs> i yeah i'm not a fan the the last thing that i think on the, on the what f- the problems with fish so the toxicity the you know where are they where are they feeding are they actually swimming around in the water are they feeding on the bottom um and then the size of the fish would be wild caught so any wild caught fish is going to be better than what are now farm-raised fish, right? Mm-hmm. And this is similar to like grass-fed or pasture-raised versus, you know, the, the conventionally yeah. raised um, animals. Mm-hmm. But just to gross people out some more, <laughs> tilapia is similar to shark, where shark is mainly because of how big it is and it's the, it's the top of the food chain, so lots of toxicity. Tilapia is just one of the grossest things you can eat because all of it's farm-raised. Oh. And, and what they how they typically work is the same places that will be farming tilapia also have our chicken farms and the they'll put the chicken cages over top of the water that the tilapia are swimming in and what the tilapia then eat and how they survive is just whatever the chicken's getting rid of right so some maybe some of the food that just drops that the chickens don't eat but we know what those chickens eat, right? They're eating a bunch of GMO corn grain. And soy. And, yep, mm-hmm. Corn and soy. But then I- if they don't miss their mouth and that's what the tilapia eat, then it's coming out the other end and that's what the tilapia eat, right? This is where we need the video version of the podcast. Yeah. Because <laughs> if people could see my face and reaction right, 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 that, right. it's like, what? <clears throat> yeah, that's just bad Oh, news. that's terrible. So, again. That's, it, Wow. People don't it, talk about this. this they is don't talk like, about wow. it. And, and it is, it's, it's gross. Yeah. It's very gross. But if there's a time, like, whatever, that's the only thing that you can eat, or if it's, if it is something you really enjoy now, and you're at some fancy restaurant, and they can make tilapia amazing, like, I'm not saying never eat it, but it definitely should not be the staple in your, in your diet. In your rotation, yeah. Right. 
because the, all the benefits that we talked about of the protein content, the omega-3s, the trace minerals, all those pretty much go away when you're, when you're eating farm-raised fish. Um, so yeah, the tilapia stuff I would not do. Um, and most of the time you're getting that at a restaurant anyway. So just avoid that when mm -hmm. you're at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. But there is wild-caught salmon and farm-raised salmon. So farm-raised salmon is still something I just wouldn't do. You're, you're going to get some of the benefits of, of healthy fish, but you're getting even more of the of the toxins because of just the way that they farm these things. It's not done well. And I've heard, too, they, like, have to add back coloring in to make them yeah. that, like, pinkish-orangish right. because they're so, like, nutrient-depleted that right. they don't even have that, like on their own they don't have that color so then they add it back in which is just another toxic thing that you're adding right into. right and again we talked about the salmon why it's so um nutrient dense because of how hard they have to work throughout their life if you're farm raising them they don't have to have any of that you know mm, so sure. it's just kind of they're out of their normal um way that they would be living it's similar to how you know chickens and cows that are conventionally raised are just sitting in a pen instead of actually you know roaming the pasture the same thing with the salmon so they're just not going to have as much benefit when we eat them mm -hmm. plus all of the the bad stuff that comes with them is what i would what yeah. I would avoid yep so i've heard well we actually we've talked about before on the same like note as organ meats fish mm -hmm. eggs yeah is like if you really are just doing it for health reasons mm -hmm. that's probably the most nutrient dense yeah i mean and i again i am not an expert on that i have I don't think I've ever eaten fish eggs. I'm trying to think if I have. It's it's not and it, caviar is what fish eggs are. Right. And mm -hmm. I remember growing up that was like the thing that only people that Expensive. had a ton of money mm -hmm. <laughs> caviar. So I don't know if that's still the the way that it is or if there's easier ways to get them now. But so there's um what's the brand Primal. One of the Primal whatever, uh supplement brands with the okay. powdered stuff. Okay. I can't think of the brand something primal um they have like powdered salmon it's called like salmon roe or something yeah. like that roux probably. yeah roux and it's in capsule form okay so you can like take capsules just like you take liver capsules okay. that but so yeah. i actually looked at that and then i looked at because i was recently reading um <laughs> nourishing traditions mm -hmm. and they you know they're all about fish fish eggs yeah. and stuff and yeah. then i did look up like so what's the cost of normal you know like high quality salmon roux and it is pretty expensive it was like 70 bucks for a little tiny jar or something so oh, wow. i think that that holds true at least for the like quality stuff that you would want so yeah. maybe capsule if form you have is the, the way means, to go do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think you could probably get it without that but i mean you mentioned the western eight well you mentioned nourishing traditions but western eight price is where that came from and um, I've mentioned him before. We just went around and studied all these civilizations and, and why they were so healthy. And one of the main things he found is the healthiest civilizations throughout human history are ones that kind of settled around water, hmm. right? Okay. So they could get, they could be fishing, they could be getting, you know, marine animals, they could be getting seafood. And that's how they, how they survived. They knew that that was going to be the, some of the healthiest stuff there was to. And eat. he talks a lot about cod liver oil and it's almost like a blanket recommendation mm -hmm. for everybody. It seems from reading some of that stuff. So what do you think about that? Should people be like taking cod liver oil or. Yeah. I mean, cod, I that's just interesting because he's like cod is not the ideal fish, but cod liver oil seems to be 
Right, right. And I think that that, again, back to the whole liver thing is whatever comes from the liver is going to be going to be healthier. Um, I would assume that cod liver, I haven't looked into this, um, so can't quote me on it, but I would assume the cod liver oil that um, the good brands like Carlson and um, I forget the other one that I use, Green Pastures maybe is what it's called, um, that they're getting it from good sources of cod, right? They're not getting it the same ones that, you know, uh, McDonald's or or uh for sure places like that <laughs> are getting sticks, yeah um so yeah but uh, yeah cod liver is a great great supplement to to take in um it is somewhat expensive um i think the it's tough i'm always typically recommending vitamin d for for everybody um and then omega-3s is kind of the second most important one that i that i recommend a lot of people think if you're just taking in cod liver oil there's vitamin d in it um so you're going to get the the same thing you're going to get high levels of, of omega-3s from the cod liver oil. Um, but I just see this is based off of blood work and just kind of the health status of people that the vitamin D is the, is the more important thing to be taking in. So I've always made the decision to not typically recommend cod liver oil um, it, unless it was like some specific case. And it better of people taking omega-3s and vitamin D combined so that mm. way they can get the, the levels of vitamin D that I think are... That I think are important, mm-hmm. but yeah, it would definitely not be something harmful yeah. to take. Mm-hmm. It's a great supplement. Yep. And I just remembered the brand is Paleo Valley of Paleo those Valley. the okay. capsules. Yeah. Okay. If anyone's interested. So. Yeah. yeah. So sardines, if you can do them, Oof. salmon, if you're going to just kind of figure out a way to get fish in your diet on a weekly basis. Um, there are some other types of fish, but if you're going to eat those other types of fish, just make sure it's not a super big fish in the ocean and it's not, not farm raised. That would be the, the two big things you'd want to watch. Probably not fishing catfish out of the Mississippi and frying them up or? N- well, definitely don't be frying <laughs> them up. Um, yeah. Yeah. So catfish, um, again, kind of a bottom bottom feeder, doesn't have scales. So it just kind of absorbs everything toxic. So I would, yeah. just, absor- I would just avoid catfish. Mm-hmm. Unless, again, it's your, you know, you grew up on it and it's your favorite thing to eat, then I would find a way to get it. But I would minimize that would fall under the, you know, I- enjoy food regardless of its nutritional value from time to time. On occasion. Yep. yep. All right. Well, if you guys have any questions or if you are one of those people who loves um, caviar or something, we want to know. So share yeah. that with us. Um, but we hope that this is helpful to you. Please share it with anyone else who might find it helpful. And we'll talk to you next time.